1: Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with Springfield's uh, BLH Computers. Uh, man, my mind just kind of went out there. That's for, all right. Hey, for,
2: it's, it's one of those Saturdays, I feel like, for everybody almost. I woke up just not on the wrong side of the bed, but at least a little extra tired for some reason. and just i think it's a change in weather mostly yeah. it's just been fluctuating so much it's like almost winter coat morning and like light jacket or just a long sleeve shirt afternoon so just that crazy fluctuating weather and kids
1: being uh, full force back in school and the the time you know the light getting darker yeah earlier and not just as messes with people Yeah, just bit, you know? it with me today makes you want to hibernate right just, oh yeah just go like, in your bedroom and just wrap
2: a big blanket around and just sleep for the winter
1: yeah i, I just like i don't want to get out i <laughs> don't want to get out now do you have any one day events today yeah we sure do we have a one day event in
2: addison illinois it is up near chicago so it's not anything that anybody uh too local is going to be needing to worry about um sure. but that's uh today it's usually eight to noon uh but because of our addison event uh um, um, since we are basically, we'll have most of our force up in Chicago. We are actually closing at 2 p.m. today in the Springfield and Jacksonville and Taylorville locations. Well, so and all, then, all stores are closing at yeah, 2. And we are actually, we'll be driving to Chicago and staying the night. And then we have a company function tomorrow. Oh, okay, So cool. we'll be having a company event. It's
1: pretty nice. I'm pretty excited for it. And the Addison one's pretty big, like like the other ones, like Peoria and everywhere else. Yeah, not nearly as big as Peoria. That <laughs> seems to be
2: our biggest event so far, which is is pretty cool because that's one of the more recent ones. But uh, yeah, Addison's a pretty good size event. We take uh, awesome. I mean, he's got almost the entire crew up there. Our Springfield location will be short, at least one or two people. Um, I might be doing most of the lab work by myself <laughs> today. Oh wow, which is fine. I can handle it. It just it kind of stinks for customers if they have to wait at least any, you know, amount of time. Phone's ringing. I got a couple customers that I got to wait on. But
1: Sure. Yeah. And then Black Friday. It's going to yes. be here before you know it. We're yeah. getting down less than a month away now for, yes, for your are. Black Friday sale.
2: And I know we've already got over 100 computers built. Um, the, this part should go pretty quickly, actually. We spent the last couple months just f- testing all the components of the machines, testing all the, uh, the components that would go inside the machine, the RAM, the solid-state drives, sure. um, everything else, though? would be used with them. And uh, so we've got our collection of all these machines that are fully tested. We know everything works in them. We awesome. just have to load RAM and a drive, set
1: them at a price point, load the OS, and tie a product key to them. Well, I knew that you brought it kind of a list in last week about yeah. all the computers, and you had a huge list there. Yes. That was going to be... It's going to be a great deal, a great sale. Yep. And you said last week, too, uh, it could be cash or card this time yep. to get the discount. and doesn't have to just be cash. Yep. So we will have
2: our normal inventory that's in stock. Right now, if you go to BLH today, you can just see what we have available. That stuff is all going to be 30% off whether you pay cash or credit. Oh, and uh-huh. those are like the desktops that include a monitor and laptops at just various price ranges. And then we will have our sale machines. And this is going to be the biggest sale we've ever done. We have six separate machines that we are offering 50% off on. Wow. And that's whether you pay cash or credit. Wow. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so, And these laptops and desktops Yeah. We've, yep, we have four laptops and two desktops. Uh, the desktops are three and four. $400 price range. So those will be 50% oh, nice. off, 150 or 200 bucks. And then the laptops are 200, 250, 300 and 400. Wow. Yeah. So well, be uh, great great Christmas gifts too. Yeah, the oh. uh, the $400 laptops are 7th gen i5 processors ah. with 8 gigs of RAM and a 256 gigabyte NVMe solid state drive. So one of those for 200 bucks. And then we That's offer nice. trade-in That's- credit on top of, uh, once we take the 50% off, we, we try and maximize your amount of value during this time. So bring computers you previously purchased from us. Those are the only ones that we offer trade and credit on, unfortunately. But, uh, if you previously purchased something, bring it in and we will give you, Part value, top, top
1: dollar on value. On top of it, yep. That that's awesome. Like the like the guy we've talked about before many times before yep. with the extreme couponing, as I call it. Yep. <laughs> Five dollars and some change for uh, uh, another computer. That yeah. that's pretty great. So <laughs> we've got the six different
2: models that we're trying to get set up, and we have over a hundred of each of those. And that is our goal is to make about a hundred of each machine. I know Leo was looking over the paper, and we usually only sell about one fifty to two hundred machines total during these oh, two wow. days, which is actually a pretty that's a pretty big uh, amount of computers to sell within a two day timeframe. Um, but the goal for this black Friday sale is typically to overbuild computers. Sure. So, I mean, I would love, I would love, love, love. I would absolutely love if we sold 600 something computers within these two days. If we just sold out of almost all of our inventory, I would, I might get might get a bonus or a raise. So that that would be be fantastic. That would be
1: awesome. But, uh,
2: The goal is to make it so that we have machines left over after the sale for like a month or two, if we're able to. Sure. And uh, this gives me time to kind of dismantle our rebuild area. Oh, okay. So I I basically take everything down. I do a really deep, hardcore clean of like the entire room. Um, I mean, this yeah, this is something you would pay a professional cleaner to do, but it's something
1: that I enjoy doing, so. Well, and while you're there, you can also (laughs) check out the museum Yep. because you've got You've even got the iPhone, one of the original iPhones. And it's the three. Is the three. It is. Is. Yeah. Well, the reason I, I bring that, the reason I bring that up, because the original iPhone, there's a auction site. I think it was called GFC Auctions. I, the original iPhone is set to sell for $30,000, wow. still in the box. This is from 2007 when the iPhone first came out. Can hey, you nice. just imagine having one of those original iPhones? Like yeah, that? you just buy something and put it in your closet for 15 or something years. And, and having the retail go up that much on a phone. Yeah. And that, that phone there, I, I was trying to look up the, the details of it. When it first came out, it sold under a three-year contract for about fifteen hundred bucks. Wow! So imagine, just I mean, imagine that. Yeah, that kind of blew my mind. I yeah. didn't
2: realize back in back then that yeah. the phones were as expensive as they were. I knew that they were fairly expensive. I didn't realize that they started I, around the 1500 I, I didn't
1: realize. <laughs> I didn't realize that either. I, yeah. I mean, I did some research on this. I'm like, what? I think it's funny. That it's was... almost like
2: a bar of soap, where it's just kind of smaller, rounded. It just the yeah. way that it feels. It's got even a rounded back mm-hmm. to it, so it's not like that. Flat flat back, like the normal. And heavy, normal, quote, how unquote.
1: heavy it is compared yeah. to the
2: to the phones these days. Considering how many features it's missing yeah. as well. There's a lot more uh, oh. just usability in newer phones, um, much uh, mm-hmm. higher end camera and processors. Oh, yeah. uh, but that also goes to show that sometime within the last like 10 or so years, we hit a point where we were able to do something different and we were able to make these components much, much smaller and interact just much easier with cool. each other. So we Well there was a space.
1: A, there was an interview that was done that said and this was like when the iPhone first came out, said that it's going to flop. The the, yeah. the the guy said, oh, this is going to flop. It's not going to be any good. You're not going to sell it. And to see that interview, I, I, as I saw it a few weeks ago, I was like, what? It was like, yeah. you actually said this about the the phone and now look at it today. Yeah, and I don't I don't
2: remember if it was an article you sent me or just one that I was reading, but it said something along the lines of like 72% of teenagers have iPhones yeah. at this point. So they, it's definitely... Become one of the most popular phones in the world. Um, I'm yeah. not. I'm not quoting a hard statistic right, for that, right. but it's definitely an extremely popular phone. It's just the usability of
1: it is just. It's very easy, very basic, very straightforward. So, and and that's what I mean. If you get one, that's what most people they just want something yep. easy, and it is. It's pretty easy to use. Yeah. And I mean, Androids. They've come a long way too. They've yep. they've pretty easy to use. My uh, if you ask me. Yeah.
2: Um, I do feel like there's a lot more options with Android phones. Uh, Our head lab tag, he has a droid that I'm not sure what he has exactly but he uses it for all kinds of like programming and that sort of stuff. Uh, and usually to do that on iPhone you gotta jailbreak it. Yeah. And that's not the most difficult thing in the world, but a lot of the reasons you would jailbreak your phone five to ten years ago, um, those were just adopted by right. Apple. So yeah. there's a like lot of tethering, games what? that you can get, there's yeah. tethering you can do. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot more that you could do, but they also kinda lock the iPhone down so there's a lot less you can do with it as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that just like I said, with with your doing the Black Friday event made me think of that museum, and it just made me think of that iPhone that you've got sitting there. Yeah,
2: ours isn't brand new, still in the box. Um, I don't know if it works or not. Uh, that's the old charger cable, yeah. the really thick one, which yeah. I'm sure we have lying the 30, around somewhere. The but 30
1: pins. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But we're not going to... There are some things that we've hooked up and tested in our museum that we've got, and even back behind it, we've got like that uh, really, really antique phone, and then like we have a black box that was brought to us after it was removed of its data from I think the FBI but
1: well I don't think like that phone can make calls anymore because I think yeah. it's on one of the networks they've uh, disabled yep. so technology has moved in okay. a way with software
2: where yeah older machines just aren't compatible with the way things run right. nowadays so yeah and it's even uh, I think it was the 6 and the 6s or maybe the 6s is still supported but earlier this oh. year uh, Apple completely and totally cut off usability and support for some of its older I, th- I think it's the
1: 6 because yeah. that went on the obsolete list. Yep. Welcome back to Springfield's News and Talk. Phone lines are open 217-629-7970. I am very interested in seeing how our lab looks this morning.
2: Most Saturdays I make it to the shop before I come to the radio show, so I'm (laughs) able to at least look up some things to read and then also check out the lab and see how everything's going. Uh, I was not able to make it to the Springfield location this morning before Uh I arrived here, so. Tom should have a key so he should be able to open the doors and get in no problem Um, but yesterday when I stopped by just to talk to Leo and Miguel about some things we had 14 computers in the lab which is a huge amount that's really quite a lot of computers for us to have at any given moment and what happened is there was a major Windows security update this past week on Tuesday and broke them and yeah Yeah. uh, we've got numerous computers in that are just running slow they're not operating the way that they're supposed to and every single one of them said that they download the latest Windows update, so w- Wow. Yeah, I'll be running scans and checking things out on that. But a lot of the times when something like this happens, especially when we have this many computers, all for essentially the same reason, and it's just they're running slow. We ask most people if they've updated their Windows, and most of them say yes, they're on the latest version of Windows. And, I mean, we can check anyways. Um, But we'll run some of our scans, test the hardware. If it's still running a little slow and lagging, we will roll back the latest Windows update, and we'll see how it runs after that. And then uh, usually when this happens within a day or two, Microsoft tries to fix it, right?
1: So, um, it's it's one of those things too. You want to be at the latest, but yet they wrote they don't test it thoroughly. So they because they patch something else. Yeah, and it's, then causes another problem on certain machines. Yeah, it's very similar to...
2: I play a lot of video games, so that's... Oh, the VR. (laughs) Not just the VR, but uh, when they release like a patch or an update for certain games, they usually have like a thousand or I don't know, however many people. They usually have a a handful of people who test these out, make sure everything works fine. They give it the okay, the green light, and then whoever making the game is like, okay, we've had our bug testers test this fairly thoroughly. (laughs) They didn't find anything. Let's go ahead and release it. And then once you release the patch, and billions of people are. are playing the game all at the same time. People find interactions that your bug testers just absolutely could not find, uh, either due to hardware differences or just time differences. If, you know, somebody can only spend like an hour or two doing something, whereas another person can spend 10 hours doing something. Right. And that makes They're going to be able to makes, find yeah, these things a lot more.
1: A big, big difference. Like the iPhone. We keep talking about the iPhone 14 over the past several weeks. Uh, it keeps calling nine one one on a roller coaster, and apple solutions like, just put it in airplane mode, that'll fix it. But that's not—that's not, that's not a true fix, though. No, and it's—it's it's kind of annoying that if I don't know that, then
2: I'm just going to get on a roller coaster and ride the roller coaster, and suddenly a paramedic or whoever's going to show up, like, are you okay? Nine one one. What's your emergency? This person didn't <laughs> answer their phone. Let's send like yeah, three let's... fire
1: trucks and a police car out in an ambulance just to make sure they're okay and i mean i've done that with my phone in my pocket bumped it and it called 9 a couple times didn't know yeah. it and then somebody at the venue is like whoever keeps calling 911, uh i hope you're okay because it's <laughs> uh and realized later on that night it was my phone doing it i yeah. didn't even know it
2: i say yeah that's
1: there, it's good that
2: there's that emergency call feature, but if it just like slightly gets bumped in your pocket, yeah, it can call 911.
1: Right. Or if was, you're on a roller coaster, be yeah. just going down and thinks it thinks you're in an accident and it just dials. Yeah, and this was like seven to 10 people, something along those lines of
2: passengers that were riding in Six Flags, and yeah, their yeah. phones kept calling 911 because of the sudden movements, the sudden turns, the start-stop, and iPhone
1: thought that they were involved in and car crashes. Yeah, it's funny because you know you can't program for every every single thing. No, nope. and especially now too with with us doing these automated cars or self driving cars, yep. that makes me worry too a little bit more because what if you know like a deer runs out. And it tries to think, well, it thinks maybe you get, it got hit by a deer, but it really didn't get hit by a deer. You know, yeah. what's going to happen? Is it going to start calling 911? Is it, what's it going to do? Well, and it's got to also plan for people to like the side, cars to the
2: side of it, cars behind it, everything. Right. It's supposed to detect all that stuff that's all around it. Um, so at that point, you almost, you almost need to put some kind of like morality clause in there. If the car has to hit either the deer or another vehicle, it does need to choose between right. one of those two. Otherwise, if the car just comes to a complete and total stop, if you're going 60 miles an hour, that could be very bad for whoever's driving or the passengers. Or even ice.
1: I mean, you can't really how do you program for ice if it gets (laughs) stuck on the, it starts, you know, waving or, you know, the car starts moving on the ice. How does it know what to do? That was essentially the plot
2: of the iRobot with Will Smith movie. You've got the three laws of robotics and the way that they interact with each other and you got to protect people, but you can't hurt anybody. And there's like a loophole between them and some kind of uh, software loop that c- breaks the logic for the AI and it's a very good movie very interesting and that's very similar to what we're talking about here so like the the iPhones on the roller coaster we wanted to have that crash detection feature right. but how is it supposed to tell the difference between uh, you're riding right. a roller coaster or you're actually involved in an accident?
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's maybe where the location information would would come in at because they yeah. ask you for location information. I don't know. And maybe if it thinks you're going on a ride, it would know the difference. of. Be- that,
2: that's actually what this other article you sent me as far as the Tesla is oh. putting the vehicle hazard system in yes. their car. It's yes. called Helps. Yes. And it's, um, if you are involved in an accident, not only does it notify any authorities to where you're at, uh, but it will also... Uh, Contact anyone else who has this app on their phone just to let them know whether or not there's any kind of obstruction or accident. Oh yeah, on, in this particular area, so uh, it lets I, numerous p- numerous people know if hey, something close some, happened.
1: Yeah, something's wrong up there, yeah. and you know, kind of avoid the area or maybe see if they need help.
2: Maybe. So it's pretty cool. I definitely like that sort of stuff. I like those safety sort of features. But what if something like that? You're just driving your Tesla down the road, and I don't know, you slam on your brake for whatever reason, and it decides it thought you were in an accident so it calls paramedics right. and sends a notice out to everyone else and then I don't know like we were just saying when you have like a thousand people testing this sort of stuff and they don't find any bugs right. or polls and then you open it up to the the masses the millions and billions of people they're able to find caveats oh. that nobody
1: else was able to because they might do they, they do something that you didn't do yeah. or you never thought oh wow that I mean could it was happen. a 13 or 14 year old
2: boy who was just touching his phone just in whatever way he could just pushing buttons and doing stuff and somehow was able to uh, I think it was he accessed the camera to other people's phones through FaceTime if that's what I remember it was and they ended up contacting uh, I think it was Apple that contacted because it was more of an Apple issue than a Facebook thing and yeah this is just some kid who has no idea what he's doing no clue (laughs) can you reproduce it probably not I was just pushing we were on a call and I just pushed all these things and then the next thing I know I could actually see my friend and they had no idea that that I could see them, and this is just somebody randomly touching, pushing buttons, maybe moving the screen a little too far in one direction, causes something to trigger, and this is also why I had a complaint with them putting widgets oh, on the front yeah. of oh. a lot of people's phones, because that sort of stuff, you, you can just break the right. software in it if you just push buttons fast enough, if you push them in the right combination, if you shake the phone while you're doing something, or just, yeah, they don't... They definitely try their hardest to test for all this stuff, but it is almost impossible to find every single solitary
0: loophole and interaction and...
1: Welcome back to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH. Well, USB-C might be the thing of the future, and the lightning ports might be a thing of the past here because the EU passed their implementation yeah. by 2024 for the making everything standardized to yep. the USB-C. Yeah, it's not even a might be. It's just that's this is how it will be going forward. Uh,
2: basically, w- the legislation that they wrote says that we have to have some kind of universal charger for uh, numerous devices. Pretty right. much anything electronic needs to be able to use the same kind of charging port. We have encountered a just an explosion oh, yeah. of electronic waste, and it comes. A lot of it has to do with every time you buy a new phone, it comes with some kind of new. Cord or cable, I mean, they've changed the Apple port w-
1: twice at least, and then oh, now they yeah. will be going to USB-C, which is great. Yeah. Because um, my, my Samsungs are USB-C, and my new iPad mini is USB-C yeah. now. But not the, not the iPhones. They're not. They're USB-C to Lightning. Yeah, and at it will the be, moment. I think they said even the 15 will be the, the Lightning. US. Yeah, the 15 should be the Lightning. The AirPods are going to be the Lightning here probably next year when they nope. release. The this US. does
2: say the 15 will be the first one with the USB-C. Oh, so okay. in 2023, when the iPhone 15 releases, they will start going towards more of the USB-C model um, exclusively. So the Lightning... Cables, uh, Those will need to be recycled. You can always bring those to BLH. Um, But that's kind of what this is trying to prevent so that you would be able to just charge multiple USB-C devices off the same cable. You don't have to have... I'm sure we all have some kind of corner or near our phone or near our bed or our computer where it's just a mess of plugins of three or four different chargers. If you use like an electronic cigarette or if you've got like a phone that you use or an iPod or whatever other tablet.
1: Yeah, you've got the USB-A, the micro the micro USB C and and uh now lots this. of phones have their oh, own yeah. proprietary plug-in oh.
2: so every phone that you purchase comes with its own unique cable um and yeah everything moving towards USB C will just help in the long run as far as just clean keeping electronic waste
1: well, meant to a minimum and the other thing too is it's a lot faster charging i yeah. i don't know if you've noticed that with your USB Cs, but i've noticed it with mine yeah. like like my iPad, I mean, it'll be dead, and it'll be charged in, I want to say, like, 30 minutes, 35 minutes. It's super quick. And before, it used to take hours, it seemed yeah. like, to just get a little bit of a charge on it.
2: Yep, and you can just plug it in either way. You don't have to worry about it. making sure it yeah. faces the right way. It just go, it just plugs right in. And, yeah, anything with a USB-C output will charge anything that uh, it can connect to. So, like, I have a tablet with a oh. USB with the lightning symbol next to it, and it will quick charge my phone. Yeah. So, yeah. Now the USB-C is definitely, it transfers data and electricity much, much quicker. So having that be the universally accepted power source for these devices is, I think it's wonderful. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. And it's, it's great too to watch how other countries, I mean, we're kind of relaxed here a little bit on this type of thing, but yeah. watch other countries do this and it affects us.
2: Yeah. These rules don't necessarily affect us, but they affect the companies who want to sell in these countries. Uh, so if these, if Apple wants to sell iPhones in Europe, they need to adopt the standards right. that they're going for. So obviously they're going to, they're not going to cut out
1: an entire continent of... Right. (laughs) Right, money, and they're not going to make two different phones, the same phone with two different chargers on it. So they're going to make change everything to be one type of type of charger. Yep. And then uh, I saw where Netflix—they're going to have an ad-supported version yeah. for $6.99 now. Yeah, you're paying you
2: should... for the service and you're getting ads at the same time. It just—I know we've talked on here for quite a while, over a year, I think now—about Netflix hinting at wanting to do this, and they're finally implementing it. It's their $6.99 version, and right. it's 720p maximum, which is annoying as well. Yeah, and I, it's, it's gonna be hard. Yeah. Uh, they said five ad or five minutes worth of ads per hour. That's really not terrible, but if you're paying for a service, uh, I hate getting ads. I really, I hate that ads are so well, overwhelming
1: yeah. in our life anymore. I think they're still keeping the ad. If I remember right, they're still keeping the ad supported for what is it? Fifteen? I think it's fifteen ninety nine a month. I believe that's what the article said. I can't read. I, so yeah, I can't remember off
2: top. Yeah, you can't remember. I think top. so. I think I thought.
1: The only one that did the ad-supported one was the $6.99 plan. Oh, I was thinking they had a they had more expensive one. It's been a while since I've had Netflix personally. Um, I've done the like the I hate to admit this, but the password sharing we've we've done that, and I know that they wanted to try to charge for that password sharing type thing. Yeah, it says here the company's basic plan without ads is nine ninety
2: nine. Oh, nine ninety nine. And, and HBO Max is nine ninety nine per month with ads. That's ugh. I just hate that you're getting money from us and then you're also getting money by advertising to us and you're also collecting data from us and then right. using that to sell to these advertising companies who are then targeting us with ads. So it makes even more money for people and it's just it's an entire
1: system of nonsense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and AT and T they include that with your cell phone plan or most cell. Phone plans of theirs now the HBO Max, yeah. but yeah, you're right. And and then speaking of AT and T too, they're they're going to try to launch some satellites to help for their coverage. I don't know how cool. that's going to. I don't know how that's going to work because I know uh, in Carlinville, I know I've been on members in different Facebook groups. They have a lot of problems downtown yeah. with cell coverage, and I'm just curious as to if that will fix that issue. For those type of people and people in more rural areas yeah. that don't have a lot of coverage, yeah, we'll see I mean- if that would. Really fix it. Satellite definitely
2: helps in those kind of areas if they're not willing to spend money on the infrastructure to just put antennas out for their service. Yeah, satellite definitely helps. Uh, That brings up an interesting point as far as like space junk. Oh, We put more and more satellites out into space to do this sort of thing. And if they either go down or need some sort of repair, we typically don't bring them in. We just send another one out. So there's a massive amount of satellites that are floating around right above earth that uh don't do anything they're just essentially useless junk i need to talk to brian oh. about being the first company to collect space junk <laughs> 927
1: w-m-a-y hello
3: yes i have a couple of questions um i think i called in earlier but uh, uh a week or so ago about i'm thinking about buying another iphone uh my choices are uh, the SE and the uh, mini 13 and I'm still kind of debating uh, on the home button. Uh, could you kind of uh, give me a run at why, you know, I'm not, I've been so used to this, uh, I have a 6S now, Antique, but it's. Uh, I'm used to the home button and everything, but uh, I also have a work phone that's got the slider thing, you know, like yeah. the Mini 13. Do you think that, what really would be the, downside if any or, or what I would miss the most on that home button. What does it do exactly as opposed to, you know, uh, just being able to slide the thing?
2: So it is actually kind of funny that you mentioned that because I kind of went through the exact same issues, actually. When I upgraded from my 6 to the uh, – I've got a 12 or an 11 now. Um, that was one of the things that I thought I would miss as well is that home button. I love that haptic feelback so that there's no press to it. But while the phone is on and working, it feels like there's that actual press to it because of that haptic feelback. Um, yeah, I just – I really thought that having that centralized home button uh, at the very bottom of the screen would – I thought it was better than just having just the screen itself where you can just touch it and slide it. And uh, I mean, I've adapted to it fairly easily. As much as I thought that home button would be great, I
1: really haven't missed it a lot. I think it's just kind of per, me personally. I think it's just personal preference yeah. if you want the home button or if you don't want it. And I'm, I'm the same way. I got a new iPad mini 6. It does not have that home button, whereas my iPad mini 4 did. And I haven't missed it. Yeah, there's no it's, real
2: pros or cons to one or the other other than aesthetics, essentially. If you like that oh. centralized button with that haptic feedback... Uh, is actually quite a bit more difficult to stay with machines that have that now. Just technology is advancing to the point where those are much older.
3: Well, um, how does that slot day? Yes, uh, if you have a like, say, the Mini Thirteen, how do you uh, you know on the home button you click it twice and you got all your open programs and you just delete them and everything? How does that work with the iPhone or the midi
2: 13. Yeah, you just slide down from the top, or you can slide up from the bottom. Um, it, you, you more than likely will not have too many issues adjusting to it. It's just very slight usability changes. Instead of hitting that home button, you would just, I just slide right. my screen back yep. and forth, or double tap it, and yeah, bringing up, open apps and closing them is no problem at all. So yeah. I, I think you will get used to it fairly quickly. As a matter of fact.
1: And it might okay. be one of those things to maybe go to the the Mini 13 now because all of the Just future to Apple to, yep. to get used to it because all of your other Apple products are going to be going that way too if you get a new iPad or what other products you may get in the future.
3: Okay. Uh, an- another couple of questions, unless you got other callers.
1: Nope, uh, go ahead. I, no, go ahead.
3: I, I, uh, I have a... Uh, um, Dell computer. It's an Alienware. I just use it for I don't do any gaming really, just sort of uh, just regular stuff. And uh, it was a, originally a Windows Seven, and uh, you guys upgraded it to a Windows Ten for me. But uh, I'm debating whether uh, I'm certainly going to get another computer down the road. I probably won't get another Alienware because uh, it was cool to have it, but it, and it was super fast. But I can get the same thing, I guess, on something else. But anyway. Uh, It's a little slower, and I'm wondering, uh, we have Comcast cable, and I've got an older modem. Do you think uh, the the speed uh, of my computer working uh, might be related to a modem uh, as opposed to just, hey, it's getting obsolete or...
2: Uh, I mean, yeah, that's kind of a kind of a broad question. Um, We could definitely check functionality of the computer as far as uh, if it's losing any data talking to the router, and then we could check your internet service speed. Um, If yeah, if it ends up being the router that is just old and having issues, we would check for updates and firmware updates for that, and then uh, a lot of the times we do recommend upgrading to something a little bit newer.
3: I uh, brought it in, you guys could
2: check that thing for me. Yeah, yeah, we can hook it up and make sure that everything's functioning as far as that goes. Um, the only thing we could not check is the service being provided to your location. Uh, you would just go to like speedtest.net yeah. and just run a speed test and make sure that your house, your apartment, or your location is receiving the amount of internet it's supposed to from your service provider.
3: That was called Xfinity.speed, or what was that? No,
1: it's speedtest.net. We got to take a quick commercial break, caller. Time and blah, blah, blah. 20. Welcome back to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. we got a few more minutes left of the show, so if you want to call back in, 217-629-7970, like the gentleman was just asking about the iPhone 13 yep. mini versus the uh SE, I believe it was. was And
2: we'll give you advice, too, even if they're not going to buy anything from us, but we'll still give advice and our opinion on stuff. We were just laughing about having dial-up internet back in the day and how long some of this stuff would take. And I I remember playing video games with some of my friends, and if I was starting to win, if any of my friends were starting to lose, they would call the house, and it would disconnect our internet, so it would kick me out of the game. And, yeah, so then they would win the game, and it was... One of the first, very, very first original versions of DDoSing, just (laughs) overloading
1: the server so that they can't do anything. And I remember too, like when we first got internet, it was the dial up and I was on there and my mom's thinking, wow, my aunt hasn't, my aunt hasn't called. She's like, she always calls. And finally I hung up and the phone rang and she's like, your line's been busy for hours. What, What the heck are you doing? You know, you've got a problem. Oh no, Dave was on the computer. <laughs> she didn't realize it would tie up her line yep. for that long as you were on the computer. I mean And nowadays you can
2: stream a four K video while also streaming something on your phone and also texting and doing Snapchat and I mean we have so much data and Oh yeah. Uh, electricity just being used nowadays with I mean, for people super young, way younger than should be having access to the internet, but
1: Yeah, I mean, things that you wouldn't have thought of. I mean, I would have never thought of having when I was a kid. I mean, the kids got it. Now I mean, it was,
2: it's literal, it was literal sci-fi fantasy for us to be able to oh. hold a box in our hand and have a video call with like grandma and tell oh. grandma how much we love her. And she could show yeah. us a picture of the pie she's baking. And, but now that's just a common everyday occurrence. That's literally something like if, when I leave here, I could video call somebody on the way to Springfield, which is not actually, I don't think that's legal, but I don't do that anyways. I don't use but my phone could. except for you, music.
1: They, theoretically you could, you could put it in the little holder yep. like they, they have, I mean, because you can't drive and talk on the phone yep. legally but Imagine you can your have car
2: it. calling someone and that's yeah. essentially what happens yeah you, know, you connect it and your car calls somebody and
1: you got good you got good quality I mean yep. most areas have great cell service yeah we I are living you. in a
2: sci-fi future compared to when I was a child when I was much younger uh, like we're talking about Elon Musk trying to put a
1: personal assistance robot in everybody's house all right we got a call coming in hello you're on 92.7 WMAY
3: Oh yes. And, uh, uh, for that question I had about the uh, modem uh, what would, if I do need a, a modem and this one's I think I guess 7, 8 years old or thereabouts, which models or what features would I need if I uh, have it, it, it seemed to be working great when I first got it and everything and it still seems to be okay but you know, just related to the speed issue I uh, uh, What caused these bombs to, uh, you know, lose power or they just become obsolete or... or I'll go
2: ahead and let you answer. Thank you. Yeah, uh, we've definitely talked on here before about planned obsolescence, and that's just as technology advances and goes along, some of the older devices actually receive updates that reduces functionality of them, slows them down a little bit. Um, It's all in the name of security is what they're trying to say, but it's definitely, I think, has a lot to do with capitalism and just selling new technology and trying to advance everything.
1: And like with Comcast, they're always updating their service too. So like the newer, the newer modems, like the DOXUS 3.0 I think is what they are now, um, they might be a lot faster. You might have like a, for, for instance, a Doxus 2.0. So you're definitely going to notice big improvements that way within the last seven or eight years.
2: Yeah, if you have your own modem and router, uh, we would definitely check the firmware on both of those, make sure they're fully up to date, check the uh, speed, the data processing that those two things can go, see what kind of age they are, just in age as in themselves. Um, A lot of the times, it's easier to contact like Comcast and just ask for an updated uh, modem router combo. So you just get the single box that does both of the things that you want it to do, and it uh, a lot of the times they keep those fully up to date Like we oh, were just yeah. talking about They got up to date technology in them so, uh,
1: or, or you could go to the store and buy one If you don't want to spend yeah. the uh, monthly fee That they charge as yeah. well That might be an option for you So yep, we can look at the hardware that you have And see if it's something
2: that needs updated Or if it's maybe the computer that might be Just running slightly slow Something running in the background um, As far as what you're asking There are quite a few uh, reasons Why something like this would happen
3: well, uh, it, it, I just remember that our modem and router, it's all one unit. I think I bought it from Best Buy because I didn't, we didn't want to rent uh, And, uh, uh, is that
2: typical To have one That's that just a combo thing Yes Yeah And the issue with that Is if one half of that Goes out You're replacing The entire device Whereas if you have Your own separate Router and modem If one half of those Go out You just replace The one device um, I I recommend The combo So there's nothing wrong With having the Router modem combo That you are using We just want to make sure What the age of it is If it has any kind of Upwear or firmware updates um, And yeah We would te- check them machine you have connected to it, and then uh, I would run that speed test and just make sure you're getting the correct amount of internet to your house, and that is something you have to do at your location. We can't do it at BLH, unfortunately. We have... Business that we work with that could come out and do it, but it's it's as easy as you going to speedtest.net and just click. It'll it should automatically find your provider and the closest server, and then you just run a speed test and see what uh, megabits per second you download and upload, and compare that to what you're paying for, and make sure you're paying you're getting what you pay for. I got
3: a question. I hope this isn't a dumb question, but does uh, is there such a thing as a computer that has a built-in modem in other words or you know we were t- you were talking about two units is a modem and a and a router could theoretically i could i would have two like boxes or whatever uh, i guess i'm not
2: what do you think I mean that's okay um, I'm sure there is somewhere along the lines that's not a very common thing that's certainly not something most residential people do um, For what your one it's more than likely your single device we would want to test that single device make sure everything's functioning fine on it and if there's anything failing on that then I would recommend just replacing the dual box with just another combo just the, almost the exact same thing just a much more updated version depending on you know the age of that one.
3: Okay. Hey, uh, I'm not sure how many other callers you had, but I feel like I got my own personal uh, call in mind. So uh, that oh. was great. All right. And, uh, thank you.
1: I'll call in anytime. Yeah. yeah.
2: Thanks for helping us show. Yeah, so you're more you than know. welcome to call in anytime. Uh, How do they get a hold of you? You guys can come see us at 1832 Stevenson Drive. We will be there. We are closing at 2 p.m. today. So we are closing a little early. All of our locations are for, uh 426 South Main in Jacksonville. That location is open and our ribbon cutting ceremony is the 25th. So oh, that's wow. a Tuesday